I'm Mario Munoz reporting for the Rio Grande Guardian International News Service. This is part of the Meet the Candidate series, a special community service feature in the Rio Grande Guardian International News Service. In this podcast, Steve Taylor speaks to one of the candidates for Texas District 38, Jonathan Gracia, about his background. Here's Steve Taylor. We're in Brownsville, Texas today for the latest in our Meet the Candidate series. I'm so pleased now to be covering Texas House District 38. There are two candidates on the Democratic side. I'm here with one of them, attorney Jonathan Gracia from Brownsville. Very pleased to be here with him. Great to meet you. Thank you for giving us some time today. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Pleasure is mine, first of all, Steve. Thank you for taking the time out of your schedule. I'm running for State Representative District 38. Of course, the redistricting uh, took place this last session. And as a result of that, uh, the new district now comprises the city of Brownsville. So that's primarily the district. Um, I've been a justice of the peace here for the city of Brownsville since 2015. So this is my second term um, rolling into my eighth year. And so I have a very good familiarity with the constituents and the people that are in this district. So I felt um, very pleased that I was going to be able to reach out to those same people and see whether or not they're agreeable to, to voting for me for this particular race. A little bit about myself, um, besides being one of the justices of the peace here in the city of Brownsville, I'm also a attorney. I've been uh, having an open practice since uh, 2012 uh, at the Gracia Law Firm. I practice both criminal defense and also family law. Uh, separate and apart from that, I've got roughly about 20 years of government experience uh, dating back all the way to uh, 2000 where I worked at the city of Port Isabel. I did economic development for them as their director um, for about a little over a year. Uh, then I was offered the opportunity to be able to represent uh, more of the district uh, for Congressman Solomon Ortiz. So I was given the opportunity uh, to be a legislative assistant and also a special projects director out of Washington, D.C. So I took off there for about three or four years, still uh, working with a lot of the same individuals and agencies just on a bigger scale. And uh, got into law school, came home. Uh, When I graduated, I worked at the district attorney's office for a period of uh, almost four years uh, before starting practice and then getting involved in politics. Uh, So I really feel that a lot of those experiences and contacts are going to serve us well if I'm giving the privilege and the opportunity to be able to uh, represent Brownsville as their state representative. So tell us a little bit, go back even further, if you will. Are you a Brownsville native? Tell us a little bit about your upbringing and your education. Brownsville born and raised. I have always had a a very uh, large attachment to my city. Graduate of St. Joseph Academy here in Brownsville. The only time that I've ever been away uh, has been for schooling. Uh, Graduated from the University of uh, North Carolina. Uh, and then came back home right afterwards. Um, and so I have a lot of ties and a lot of interest in my hometown. I've always come home uh, because I know that there's a lot of uh, promise and a lot of opportunity here. Uh, and I try to always lead by example. So any of the students that uh, go to way of school, I always tell them there's opportunities back at home. And I try to, to do that by leading by example. And you said earlier how the district, because of redistricting, the district's very changed very much. It's now really compact, which I guess makes it easier for you to get around to meet the voters compared to some other districts. 
There's two candidates in the Democratic primary. Are there any Republican challenges? Right. There's no Republicans in this particular race. So March 1st will be the end of this particular uh, race for the state rep 38, which is highly unusual, of course. Uh, as you know, in redistricting, a lot of times what they ended up uh, doing, the Republican legislature uh, packed the city of Brownsville. Of course, there's a larger population within our city, the biggest city in the valley. Uh, and then they cracked, of course, the rest of it. So district, the rest of District 38 and also District 37 is now all in 37. So 37 is a larger geographic area with the city of Harlingen and all of Cameron County, really outside of San Benito, the city of Brownsville, and it also includes Willacy County. And so um, that's the way the, the cookies crumbled, and, and, and that's why I'm in this race. So tell us, with, with regard to District 38, like you say, almost uh, all of it in Brownsville, are there any other communities outside of Brownsville that are in that, the, new, the new district? No, uh, primarily it's uh, the city of Brownsville. There is a section of Old Mito uh, that was taken in, but it's just a few neighborhoods. So it's going to be a Brownsville-dictated race. Mm-hmm. So um, as we're... As it is Brownsville, it's, this is not really a political question or a question about your your race so much, but everything we hear, there's so much growth and activity in Brownsville. Uh, as a, a local boy, you're, you've got a business here in the city. Give us an overview on just the level of excitement, the, the level of ambition uh, the leadership here has for this for this city and, and how you're doing as a city. Oh, excellent. Yeah, the city of Brownsville um, has a lot of opportunities. Of course, it all starts um, with uh, SpaceX. That gets the, the largest amount of attention. And so what we're trying to do is to be a driving force for that particular industry, the space industry, which is already here, uh, we need to be able to uh, have those businesses surrounding SpaceX that are going to be able to not only provide uh, the necessary personnel in order for them to thrive, but also all of the ancillary uh, businesses that will go along with it. So any of the, the types of production that's going to need to happen in order for us to be successful. And that's the opportunity that Brownsville has right before it. Uh, having a large influx of people that are coming in uh, from out of state, uh, in order for them to be able to take these jobs. And so we want um, those jobs to be taken by local and homegrown people. So we have this opportunity now uh, for us to, to have more engineers stay at home or to come home, right, after they, um, they graduate from school. And that's on the higher end, but, you know, you've got a lot of welders that are needed. And it goes on and on. Uh, the Port of Brownsville, of course, is uh, something that we are... Uh, very endeared to here at the city. Uh, we've been always trying to uh, get it close to a 50-foot uh, dredging. Uh, right now, we're at roughly about 45 feet, so we're a little short of that in order for us to be able to take on larger containers. And so uh, the LNG uh, opportunities that we have here at the port also is a big um it's a big influx of, of, of jobs that could come into the area if we could get it off the ground. And so those two industries are the larger of the two, but separate and apart from that, the city of Brownsville has continued to see a large amount of growth. And that growth is coming in primarily from people who are moving in as a result of those industries. So it's not just people, uh, the population here within the city that is growing, but it's also an influx of uh, the specialized personnel that's needed for these industries that are coming in. So the city's growing and it's an exciting time to be here. Tell us about the work ethic of the people of Brownsville and also because 
Brownsville, of all the Valley cities, is really, you know, right on the border. Tell us about how the city's always replenished with with uh, new residents coming in that um, are chasing the American dream and, and adding to the vitality of the city. Absolutely. Uh, of course, you know, um, it's what's affected the world has affected us here locally and in the city of Brownsville. And with the COVID-19 pandemic, um, having that uh, border commerce shut down was a, a huge detriment, not only to the city of Brownsville, but to the county and to the state. Uh, we don't consider ourselves um, the back of Texas. We're the front door. And we're the front door, of course, because uh, the city of Matamoros and also Mexico being on the border, uh, we have a lot of um, produce that has gone through uh, the city of Brownsville and it gets up uh, through the entire state. And a, a lot of that industry was decimated as a result of everything being shut down. So that just opened up maybe about two months ago. And so it's all, it's like re, put it, pushing a reset button for our city uh, to see whether or not we can get back to those levels that we had before in terms of the, of the, the, the trans uh, border commerce that we really need to be able to flourish here. So we have a tremendous of op opportunities, and not only on the state level, but on the federal level, if we can convince them that we actually need to be able to open it up rather than close it down in order for us to be able to thrive. And uh, the work ethic of the people, they're ready for the, this new business coming? Absolutely. Uh, we've never been short on uh, individuals that are capable uh, here within the city. As a matter of fact, I think that we have a lot of uh, quite talented individuals that uh, leave uh, the city in order to be able to get educated and they don't come home. And one of the reasons that, that they don't come home is because, of course, um, there's a lack of those specialized jobs. But with these new industries that are moving in, we're hoping to retain more of that talent. That was one of the candidates for Texas District 38, Jonathan Gracia. You just heard a podcast from the Meet the Candidates series, a special community service feature in the Rio Grande Guardian International News Service. I'm Mario Munoz reporting.